All right, we're live. Hey, everyone, this is Nate Angles with the uh, episode three of the part-time full-time real estate agent podcast. And uh, excited today to introduce uh, a friend of mine that I actually met recently at uh, Mastermind, um, Jason Williford. And he's got a pretty awesome story um, from going broke to uh, being in the Inc. 500s uh, three years in a row now. Last year, uh, his team did 455 units. 125 million and over 4 million in uh, in GCI. So uh, pretty awesome. Thanks for being with me today, Jason. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to hear your story and for my for our listeners to um, just learn from you. I know that you recently kind of talked about um, the pathway to greatness, and you kind of you kind of pride yourself and in, in take uh, great um, care in, in taking agents from pretty much starting or being, you know, just kind of the average agent to making them really successful. So yes, sir. Um, why don't we start just a little bit about you and just kind of, you know, if you, if you don't mind giving us a little bit of your story. Uh, a little bit of my story is, is I lived in a car at 18 years old. Uh, I was kicked out, uh, kicked out of my house due to my, probably my own things that I was doing in life back then, which was uh, partying, having fun with friends and, you know, normal uh, stuff you do when you're probably a or some of us did when we were senior in high school. And uh, my stepdad said that said the day that you graduate, the day that uh, your ass is out of here. So that's pretty much how it went. Uh, and I lived in my car uh, for about six months. Uh, so you know, not putting blame on anybody. It was my my own doing. You know, about ninety eight percent of the things that happen to us in life are things that uh, happen because of things that we did and you know, the other two uh, percent is, you know, acts of God, uh, things that we can't control. So, um, uh, so that's where, where I've been, um, in 1999 is when I got into 100% commission sales, uh, which I believe, uh, sales saved my life. Uh, you know, uh, I guess I've always been a little bit, uh, wild. I have settled down in my, my older age, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it pretty much saved my life. Uh, you know, I went in for an interview, uh, the interview, well, I thought I was going into an interview for a travel agency, uh, but come to find out uh, when I went in there, I had earrings in my ear. I had some, uh, not too baggy pants on, but you know, they weren't, I mean, they're blue jeans and I had a uh, Tommy Hilfiger shirt on and it was 1999 and, you know, walking this place and a guy named uh, Richard Canonis comes up to me and, you know, that man, you know, changed my life. And he said, Hey man, uh, do you have a suit? Uh, do you have some nice shoes? Mm -hmm. uh, can you take those earrings out? And I was like, yes, sir. He's like, well, go do that. Uh, then come back up and see me. Uh, so that's what, what I did. And, you know, long story short, uh, Richard, uh, changed my life forever by just seeing something, uh, inside of me. And I don't know what it was that he seen at the time. Uh, but that was someone that changed the trajectory of my life. And, that's the great, probably the greatest fulfillment that I get in my business. It's not about making money. Uh, I mean, I enjoy making income. It allows us to better serve people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm getting ready to go jump on the boat right now and ride the jet ski, you know, bust my butt all week. So that's what I'm going to, you know, go do Then I'm going to uh, get back to work and, you know, uh, working on some, you know, copyright and some ads and, you know, including that report that you mentioned, the, uh, you know, the instant offer report, uh, the truth about them and, you know, how they are losing uh, home sellers 20 to 30% of their equity. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. um, so, 
but anyway, that's where I get my greatest, uh, my personal greatest fulfillment from, because it can't be about the money or there won't be any purpose. Uh, so my purpose is I, I think that I was put on the earth to, uh, that's one of my th reasons I was put on the earth is, you know, to help salespeople. Period. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. I, and I, I 100% agree with, um, you know, it's fun to make the money and all that. But uh, when you truly find your purpose, that's when you enjoy what you're doing and really can see, um, you know, the results of, of all your hard work and, and all that. So um, that's that's really cool. And, and it's it's cool when you when you say that there's one person in your life, Richard, who kind of changed the trajectory of where you were. Um, I actually had that as well. And, you know, Dan, right, Dan Bunch. Yes, sir. Wonderful yeah, so, man. I love Dan. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of the same way, like just, you know, struggling where I wanted to go and met Dan and completely changed the trajectory of where, where I've been going. So really cool to hear that. Um, so as far as amazing is when 20 years from now, you're going to be, uh, or 10 years or five years from now, you're going to be changing someone's life like that. Right. That's the goal. Or one year from now. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, it could be, it could be. Yeah. You never know. You never know. So that's what getting with people like you is, is, uh, learning, you know, learning from people like you and the guys at the mastermind, the girls and guys at the mastermind are really just change your whole thought on, on everything. So it's, it's really cool to, to do that. So, um, so going, going back to that, that whole pathway to greatest greatness thing, what, uh, what is that exactly? And what are you, what are you doing with that? Um, and, and what's the goal with that? Um, I gave a meeting this Wednesday for our team and, and the, the topic was the pathway to greatness. Okay. Uh, I did not come up with the pathway to greatness and I'm not saying that I've achieved greatness either. Uh, but I will say that, um, uh, I, I'm just an avid learner. I'm learning every freaking day. Uh, so some stuff that I've been learning, uh, I know more than I once did. I have more clarity on, you know, hey, what does the pathway to greatness look like? And, you know, how do you get there? And uh, long story short, there's only four steps uh, to greatness as well. Uh, so that's one thing that I thought it would be helpful to to share with folks. Uh, I don't believe that, uh, that God uh, put any of us on this earth to live mediocre lives. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that he put us here, uh, you know, uh, uh, to live great, uh, great lives. And, you know, that that's the question for, um, you know, the, the folks watching this video is, you know, my, my definition of greatness is probably going to be different than Nate's definition of greatness. Uh, so everybody's definition is a little bit different, uh, similar to the definition of success and what it looks like. Uh, it all, all looks different for all of us. So uh, that's, uh, that's what I'm here to, to share with you folks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That that's I that's awesome. Like like you said, you know, definitions can be different for you, for uh, for me, for someone listening that um, is part time and and maybe looking to go full time. But you know, their success and what they what they believe is is to be success might be different. Um, so you, you mentioned four steps to greatness. Can you expand on that a little bit for for our listeners? Like, what does that look like um, in your in your words, or what, what does that look like? Um, to me, I know that I've had times in my life where I've felt unfu unfulfilled. Um, I felt not good enough. Um, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of those thoughts and feelings, and I think a lot of people have. I think it's maybe even a part of human psychology, you know, especially when you're a brand new agent or you're new into real estate. 
that's a big jump because you know there's an over 80% failure rate that a first year uh, agent uh, that's going full time they won't make it to a second year. Um, uh, so that's a horrible stat, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that you know has been one of my missions for about seven years now is uh, hey let um, that's part of my job is to shrink that number down a little bit uh, because that, those folks have uh, hopes, dreams, and goals just like me and you. Uh, so let's see about you know uh, uh, shrinking that number down. Um, yeah. Uh, there, I don't think anyone wants to be average. Uh, I don't think anyone uh, wants to be uh, mediocre. Uh, uh, also, uh, um, I believe that you know entitlement, uh, resentment can also come from when we're living unfulfilled lives, uh, when we're li- living that life where. Uh, you know, we feel mediocre and we know that in our heart that we're not giving it all that we have uh, and we're not, you know, leaving it all on the mat uh, per se. Um, um, so, you know, the four steps that I have uh, today that will uh, make, and I'm just hoping, you know, even if it just affects one life uh, mm-hmm. today uh, or, you know, somebody watching the video a little bit later on, uh, I'm good with that. Uh, it changes one person's trajectory. You know, that's my goal for this call. Uh, um, the first step to greatness uh, is really figuring out uh, what does greatness look like to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and there's what's called a will of life. Have you um, have you ever seen the will of life? Uh, uh, I, I know Tony. Uh, Tony is part of Tony Robbins content. I believe it may have even been part of Zig Ziglar's uh, content. So I honestly don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have seen that. I thought you said will it like, yeah. So the wheel of life. I've seen that. Yep. Yeah. With like the seven Um, different, uh, seven, seven goals. Is that what it is? um, The wheel of life is just make sure, uh, you know, the audience knows. um, And I'm not sure where it came from originally to give credit to. Um, but again, I didn't come up with it, mm. but the will of life is life is not just about selling a home, uh, because, you know, any of us, when we're, you know, on our deathbed, when this life is over, we're probably not going to say, Hey, I wish I would have just, uh, closed one more, uh, real estate transaction. Um, uh, uh, so, you know, the will of life business is one of those, uh, but also, you know, relationships is one of those, uh, uh pillars on the will of life. Uh, love is one of those uh, pillars. Spirituality is one of those pillars. Uh, your fitness and your health is uh, one of the pillars. Uh, but I'm not going to go on and on. There's about eight to ten pillars, and is what you want to, you know, do is uh, take a step back from life and see, you know, hey, uh, 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 you know, on a scale of one to ten, you know, how's my business looking right now? Well, my business is looking like a nine right now. I'm rocking and rolling which is also meaning that my finances, hey, it's on point uh, because, you know, uh, you know, I made 50 grand last month or whatever it was. And, you know, uh, that's uh, a nine. Uh, I think I'm going to lost you there. For some- my there you are. Team me in forever. Good. So we'll give that a two. Uh, so it basically gives you a clarity report on your own life uh, uh, of what you need to work on. 
Uh, so that's the first step is, you know, just getting clear on, you know, what does greatness look like to you, not just in business, but, you know, uh, in all areas of life. Uh, step number two would be, um, I know where I'm at right now, but how do I uh, get to where I want to go? Uh, so how do I create that roadmap to, uh, to get from where I'm at right now, point A, uh, to get to point Z? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's basically reverse, you know, engineering, uh, you know, those first two steps. I'm going to stop rambling for a second. Uh, what are some questions that you may have about step one or two? Yeah. So, so with my, I really like that. Um, step one is just first off deciding what, it, you know, what greatness looks like, what, um, my goals look like, um, and, and definitely incorporating every area of that wheel of life, like you said, so like relationships or family and, um, you know, spirituality, uh, health and all that, because I think that's important. Um, especially for a new agent who is just trying to get a hang of the business and that might be all they're thinking about is okay i need to just go find more business i need to do this i need to and and they kind of like let that like you said they have a nine in their business maybe but then maybe it's like a three or something in the in another area of their life um well and they may be and they may need to just be thinking about business because they're launching a brand new business too right yeah yeah i think yeah. it happens i think it happens a lot like that um and yeah. I, I think uh from what i've learned is that ca- having a schedule and having mm-hmm. everything not just business, but everything, home life and all that in your schedule um, makes it makes it a lot better to be able to make sure you're, you're hitting all those areas. Yes, sir. I agree 100 percent. So um, and then with number two. So, yeah. So what does that look like? What is what is, uh, you know, once you find out where you want to go, how and then how are you? Are you making a roadmap of like goals with, um, you know, like your your 90 day, six month goals, and then, or bringing that down to a, to daily goals, or is when you're working with your, your new agents, what does that look like? Um, I love, um, I love vision boards. Um, and that was, uh, a project that we just did. Um, when was it not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before that, that was part of the end of the meeting is, uh, you know, went out and got, uh, some nice vision boards, not just poster boards, but something that, you know, nice and, uh, you know, uh, magazines and everybody's printing things off of um, uh, off the computers that relate to, you know, what what they want their life to look like. Um, uh, you know, and your vision board is your vision board. It's not uh, uh, it's not my business to tell you what your vision board should look like. So uh, it's whatever someone wants to be. I, I personally like to uh, take a vision board uh, of the next year. What am I going to what am I going to accomplish in the next year? Uh, and I think on uh, my vision board, a couple of things that I have is um, uh, to give to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, uh, me and uh, the company, uh, fifty thousand plus dollars this year. Uh, so money, you're able to help people uh, in need. Uh, so money is not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing was a a great white dive uh, with great white sharks uh, in a. <laughs> In a cage, not outside the cage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, skydiving. I've never uh, skydived. Uh, um, I've gotten very heavily into martial arts, uh, and I'm going to be having an 80-hour immersion week into martial arts uh, on June the 10th. Uh, part of that's going to be a fundraiser, too, uh, based on the will of life, the 90-day will of life, uh, but to give back to 
uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Um, so that's just some of the, the stuff that, uh, you know, that I have on my vision board. Um, and I kind of cheated a little bit because I knew I was going to accomplish some of this stuff, uh, but I haven't co- accomplished it yet. So uh, on the right. other hand, I kind of played with myself that, hey, I still haven't done these things. So, you know, uh, and you're you're not finished until it's done. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so I just believe in, in vision boarding and, uh, you know, putting it out there because, you know, uh, uh, a, a goal that's not put in ink is nothing. Uh, nothing uh, more than just a, a dream anyway. So uh, that starts to get real when you put on the vision board, then it starts to get really real. Uh, once you start looking at that vision board uh, uh, once a, once a day or so. Yeah. Uh, just stare at someone else too. Is that day. Yeah. I apologize. What'd you say, Nate? Do you, do you, uh, do you show people then too? Like you said, uh, a goal is not a goal unless it's written down. It's just a wish. Um, same thing with having accountability on that. If you, you know, show someone else or, you know, someone that can hold you accountable. Um, I don't know. Did you, do you, do you, do you sit, you know, want people to show people their vision boards? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. great point because, uh, you make it even more real when you make it public. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, that's what myself and uh, my director of sales, we, we did a Facebook video in our, uh, mega agent success secrets page and, um, a Facebook page, and we shared with everyone, you know, hey, this is uh, why we did a vision board. This is why we believe in doing a vision board. Uh, and also, uh, here's some of the things that we had on our vision board, which mainly our goal was to share with others the important uh, importance of doing a vision board. But, uh, uh, but also that was part of our, uh, I guess, the selfish part of we're also, uh, you know, we made it public now. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, so number, so what's number three then? Confidence, uh, to have the self confidence, uh, to walk down the path. Um, cause we all have, we all have doubt. Uh, we all have haters. Uh, we all have probably more than likely most of us have family and friends that, uh, want the best for us, but they can also talk us out of our goals. Uh, similar to some of my family, uh, when and they weren't wishing anything bad or being jealous, it wasn't jealousy or none of that. Uh, it was protection, is what it was. Uh, when I first got into 100% commission sales back in 1999, they're like, "Hey, uh, you shouldn't do that because uh, you know people, you know, uh, if you don't sell something, you don't eat. That's how it goes." Um, and you know, if I'd have listened to the folks that were trying to protect me. Uh, uh, you know, I'd probably be working, uh, nothing against working in a warehouse because I worked in one of them when I was 18, 19 years old and worked very hard. Uh, um, um, but yeah, you, you have to listen to yourself and you have to uh, have the guts and the canonas, uh, uh, to go after what you want. Yeah. Speaking uh, of that, um, I, I can definitely resonate with that. Um, like you said, I have supportive family and friends, but um, they, they're, I think they're, they're saying those things like, Hey, you know, maybe second, you know, take a look at this again because they want to protect you when really yeah. not, it's not really protecting you. It's, it's dragging you down. Um, what would you say to an agent, like a, a new agent that's part-time that is, is just want to jump in and is, uh, is getting that from people they love and that, and people that they, they, they trust that, and they're just, you know, they're, they're like, ah, don't do it. It's, it's, you know, scary or it's dangerous or it's 
risky, what, do, what would you tell them? Well, um, if it's what they want to do, uh, go all in, uh, because uh, I think that uh, some of my drive, uh, some of my partner's drive um, has came from, uh, I think a lot of people's drive uh, can come from others not believing in them, uh, not thinking that they can do something. Uh, maybe that mentality of, you know, uh, whether it be good or bad is, you know, I have something to prove. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, one thing I have noticed about a lot of super successful folks is that uh, adversity is not always, but a lot of times common. I'm talking about self-made people that uh, a lot of them have had to overcome significant adversity, mm -hmm. uh, like Richard Branson, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, he had learning disabilities and uh, believe he, I believe he was dyslexic and you know, how many times do you think he was told that he couldn't do something? Yeah. Colonel Sanders, mm -hmm. um, you know, what, 60 plus years old before, you know, he started running the roads, uh, you know, selling KFC when he was broke. Uh, Walt Disney bankrupt. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, his whole team walked out of him, on him, Walt Disney. Um, so, you know, uh, it's overcoming adversity. Uh, uh, just going for what you want. Yeah. That's up. That's good. That's really good. Cool. Um, so confidence. So you, so, you know, you're looking at what does greatness look for you? You're, uh, you're figuring out how you're going to get there. You're, you're confident in it and you're, and so, and then what's, what's four? Uh, number four is where I believe I've probably been the most blessed and thankful, uh, is, uh, having great mentors, uh, that believe in you, uh, maybe even more than you believe in yourself at that point in life. Uh, so there's the fourth little piece of not little piece, but big piece of the puzzle. Uh, if you don't, uh, if you're around people that don't believe in you, well, there you go. There's my, uh, there's one of my recommendations. You know, Jim Rohn says that you're the average of the type that you spend the most time with. So, uh, maybe you're hanging around the wrong people. Um, uh, uh, so maybe you, uh, finding someone that believes in you. I think you're at a great place where you're at because uh, I know Mr. Uh, Dan Bunch without a doubt believes in you uh, uh, or he wouldn't, he wouldn't be, you wouldn't be there, you know? So uh, just, yeah. Uh, and I met you and I talked to you and I'm a people reader. That's what I've done for a long time. Uh, and I could, uh, from the uh, second that I met you, I was like, Hey, uh, you could just tell when, when, when people have some, uh, some drive in them, some hung, uh, hunger in them. And, you know, that's one thing that, that I did see about you immediately. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, and you're right. It's, uh, it's almost like sometimes they believe in you more than you believe in yourself. And that yes, brings you to believing in yourself again, because, um, in the beginning it is tough. It's, you know, that you go through the ups and downs and, um, when you have a mentor and someone that really is, is there consistently, um, encouraging you and, and letting you know, um, that, that it's, you know, that you're going to be successful. It, it makes a huge difference. It has for me, at least for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. And it's not just the beginning, uh, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, sales is a up and down roller coaster. Uh, life can be a roller coaster as well. Um, I'll never forget. I was, I guess maybe 10 years into sales. So this was, uh, 2009 and I was going through a rough patch in life. Um, uh, you know, personal things going on and 
uh, you know, I was in the remodeling housing industry. It crashed. So there was no equity in home. So, uh, you know, you could do second mortgages, uh, you know, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 uh, jobs. There's no equity left, you know, so mm-hmm. didn't get the, the paper bought financing wise. Um, uh, so, you know, when you start to go into a bad spot there, um, you can spiral yourself to a worse spot, you know, and I'll never forget one of my mentors uh, that, you know, and, and great friends that invited me over uh, uh, to his house. He was my vice president of sales at, at the time. And, you know, he just uh, took the time as a friend, not even business. And, you know, we just had conversation over a beer, you know, so uh, those are the little things too that, you know, um, and I've been trying to get, be better myself about, you know, even, you know, when you see a stranger, you know, I seen a, uh, a lady leaving the office the other day and, you know, she smiled at uh, me and uh, uh, me and my director sales when we left, just a nice, kind smile. And I was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that made my day, you know, yeah. um, but just trying to do more of that myself. I'm a, a work in progress as well. So I'll never say that I've arrived and, uh, just all about getting better. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. I like what you said about the smile. That's funny. My, uh, my, who was it? It was, I think my sister was at a, a store the other day or no, my wife actually was at the, uh, the store the other day and someone gave her a compliment just out of the blue. Like, Hey, you, you know, you look really good for having two kids recently. And, and she's like, Ooh. it literally just made my day. So it's, it's, uh, like you said, you know, just even a smile or just yeah. a kind a kind word to someone can, can do a, a lot for them. So, um, awesome. Well, no, I really, I really love the, uh, the four steps to greatness. And I think that, um, it definitely provides a lot of value for the people listening. And, um, the other, the other question that I had that I don't know how much time you have. Um, do you have a, a few more minutes? Yeah, I got about 10 more minutes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So the other, the other question I had then is just like, when you when you bring a new agent onto your team or someone that um, do you do they have to be full time or do you take in any part time agents to start? Um, I'm gonna start out with I've do, uh, we've done it a lot of different ways or several different ways I guess I, I should say sure. um, and there's more more than one way to skin a cat is what I'll start out with. Um, um, so to answer your question as far as our brand goes. Um, I don't bring on only, we only bring on full-time expert advisors, uh, that's committed to working full-time in the industry. And, uh, the reason why it's all, it's about client experience to us, uh, that, uh, my take has been on it again, whether it be right or wrong. Um, I think one of our, the biggest, th- one of the biggest threats to us real estate agents, uh, is part-time agents that, you know, just want to sell a couple of homes uh, on the weekend. And the problem is, is, you know, hey, I'm working at uh, so-and-so nine to five Monday through Friday. I'm not sure about the market uh, up in Wisconsin, but I know in Atlanta, um, if, if you can't be available to show a home, uh, you're going to end up missing out on homes uh, for that particular buyer. And honestly, I don't, I personally don't feel it's right. Because right. these are uh, people's biggest investments, and uh, you know that's what they're going to maybe spend the rest of their life in, you know, or the next you know five to seven years uh, statistically. But um, uh-huh. that's pretty much our take take on it. Is you know we want smart, uh, hungry, and humble people, uh, you know that that has client experience in their mindset, 
uh, I was trained by my mentors in other industries, you know, in sales management and general management. Uh, hey, you want to hire folks that have in, income drive uh, in sales. And, and I think you do need to hire that, but that's definitely not what you want your first uh, uh, one to be. The first has to be empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I guess it's Richard Branson day, I guess, but you know, even going back to him is, you know, if you uh, take care of your employees, uh, uh, basically he says that client, uh, the client is not number one. Employees are number one because you take care of the employees. They're going to take care of your clients. So mm. uh, anything did I go deep enough on the. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, and so, so if you, you ever, do you have agents that are, or expert advice, like, you know, people that want to join your team or want to work with you um, that are in the position where they they haven't been able to, for whatever reason, they need a second job or, or anything like that. Like, what would you tell them? Um, other than the phone, what would you, what would your biggest advice be for them to, to um, do it? Honestly, my, the, uh, which we have like an unfair advantage as well too, that, uh, we have about 172,000 leads in our database. So, um, uh, my advice is in a helpful coaching way, hop on the phones. Uh, if your pipelines isn't, isn't built up, uh, you know, that's the very first thing, you know, and I, I have a 90 day challenge that, um, that our agents do not, our expert advisors do not have to take part in. Um, but the brand promise of the, of the 90 day challenge is if they take the challenge, if they do all the criteria that's laid out in the challenge, which really isn't, uh, that hard is all it is putting the work in. Uh, if they don't net after splits fifteen thousand uh, dollars in one of the three months of the ninety day challenge, uh, we'll pay the difference. So that's also uh, one thing I've learned is uh, um, through the years of in sales, I've had friends of mine, colleagues. Hey, Jason, can I borrow some money, man? I don't have gas money, and I don't get uh, I don't have any uh, anything coming in for a week or two, or can I borrow money for my mortgage payment or my rent payment? Um, I've learned through the years that I don't have those conversations uh, because I want to proactively get folks uh, to rock and roll and make an income. Not uh, uh, look at it accountability wise that uh, it's just as much my fault if they're not uh, than their fault. Right. No, that's, that's good. Yeah. I think that's uh, obviously the first place to start is in uh, and we have a similar situation where we have, um, more leads than we have advisors available to, to work them. So, um, but yeah, just getting on the phones. I love that 90 day challenge. I'd like to learn more about that from you or, or have you send that over or something. Can I tell you really quick? Yeah. If you, yeah, if you don't mind. Hold on one second. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, um, talking about stealing thunder up the column while I'm, Uh, it's all about you man it's uh you're the you know you're you're dropping a a wealth of knowledge i appreciate it um i can't figure uh pull it up but uh, here here it goes i know what it is anyway Uh, the 90 day uh the 90 day challenge uh just as i I mentioned earlier uh you know they're independent contractors they do not have to take the challenge uh so i'm not making anybody do the challenge either so uh, yes, we want full time, but that that does uh, you know. And full t- what is full time to me? Uh, full time is being 
uh, committed. Uh, it's uh, uh, in the military in World War II when uh, Mary, when the U.S. was going over to Japan to get some payback from uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, one of the sayings was, uh, "Burn the effing boats and take the island." And what what that means is is there's no turning back. Uh, being I have a plan A, uh, that's my plan A, and there's not a uh, plan B. So. So, um, so, you know, being fully committed, um, uh, but the 90 day challenge is, um, um, again, the brand promise, uh, if, uh, if they do not have a net month 15, uh, the company is going to make up the difference being that, the, uh, being that they did all of the criteria. Uh, so you may be asking, well, what is the criteria? Uh, the criteria is, uh, 30 hours of lead conversion, not forever, just for the first 90 days uh, per week. Uh, so 30 hours, a minimum of uh, $200 uh, per day. Uh, it, well, per day in the uh, of those 30 hours. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, that's, that's a little bit hard to understand. Uh, uh, so 30 hours a week, five days a week, $200 uh, per day in those five days of gotcha. the seven days of a week. Okay. Uh, that's on a dialer. That's not manually dialing or any of that. So uh, that's probably on a dialer worth about three and a half hours worth of dialing. Sure. Um, uh, so that's one of the criteria. Another criteria is to uh, have uh, one open house per weekend, uh, which equates to 13 uh, op- extreme open houses. We have an extreme open house that we do uh, that gets pretty crazy. Uh, so it's not just traditional real estate agent open house where it uh, times three uh, foot traffic into a house. So uh, 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 so they got to do 13 of them in the 90 days. Uh, mm-hmm. Ten books are reckon, uh, ten books uh, throughout the 90 day challenge. Wow. Uh, and I uh, issue the books. Um, and it's all you have to do is write like a half a page to a page. Uh, what was your three, you know, greatest takeaways of the book? Uh, you know, uh, how do you feel that that's going to help you? It's just a quick summary. Yeah. Um, um, and I think I buttoned up, um, you know, you have to have five face-to-face appointments uh, per week within the 90-day challenge. Uh, that can come from um, our call center and it can, and it should be coming from your lead conversion as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, just last year, we sold over 330 homes that were uh, set with an, an inside sales agent. So, uh, wow. and, and that's just honestly the way that I look at it is the people that I see more, the ones that are putting the work in uh, when when it's time uh, to give out you know appointments that are set by an ISA, uh, they're top of my mind. Uh, yeah. Um, but. I, I guess just earning the right, you know, just uh, um, I just love, love folks when, you know, uh, they're uh, breaking out of comfort zones and, you know, uh, you know, they're giving it their all. Uh, just like we were speaking about earlier in the steps to greatness, um, you know, and I've been there before, too, personally, where uh, you're not giving it y'all. And then you can start to to blame others. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's really you not giving it all. So. Right. Yeah. So, so have you seen, uh, have you, is that, well, how long have you been doing this 90 day challenge? Um, I've only, I've only had three people take me up on it. Oh, really? Did all of them, did you have to pay out on any of them? 
Um, no, because um, just quite honestly, nobody did the criteria. Oh, really? Okay. All the criteria, and it's really not that much criteria. No, it's. I not. mean, one open house, uh, no. and then and here's the reason why the nine day challenge. Again, it's my my goal to that over eighty percent failure rate in a first year agent. My goal is to uh, uh, to not have that. Right. And it's all about building the top of funnel pipeline, mm -hmm. your top of funnel marketing. Then you have the lead generation. Uh, then you had the lead conversion piece. Um, you know, when people start with us, even if they've been in the industry for 20 years, they don't have a pipeline. So that's mm -hmm. my goal for them is if they take that challenge, they're not going to have uh, they're not going to have time to be making those, all those calls anymore. Right. After they do it for the first 90 days, because they're going to be so freaking busy uh, that yep. they don't have time to, uh, you know, to do all that. Uh, yeah. So it's my goal to build, build their pipeline up and, you know, get them uh, some some buyers that they're working with and, you know, out in the field. And, uh, you know, that 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 does just doesn't change that person's life. I think it not not think I know it definitely changes a family's life, too. Uh, you know, when, when you can help someone, you know, increase their in, income for their family too. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Well, I, uh, I'm going to definitely implement some of that in mind. I mean, um, I, I, uh, I like the open house per weekend thing. That's cool. Um, so if they, if they do you always have uh, an open house they can work on or like within the company that everyone? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We have about 95 current listings out there uh yeah probably about about 20 coming soon listings that's being prepared uh yeah. to the market uh, and it's a tight market here in atlanta still uh but yeah, yeah we have plenty of open houses to work and yeah, uh so really how, how many open houses now our extreme open houses are not one or two hours they're uh they're four hours long wow uh, but how many of those could you work in a weekend really uh, uh you know it especially if you were if you were broke and you didn't have uh and you couldn't eat how many would you work many uh, possible, yeah. could, without a doubt you could easily work four of them yeah, two a yeah. yeah. yep yeah totally and that's part of the challenge too you don't have to do uh one a week you could knock four of them out in one weekend not sure four out the next weekend to the next win be done with weekend be done with it got it yeah because you just need 13 Cool. Yeah. Um, and then I'd love to get that book list from you too. Maybe if, uh, if you could send that to me, um, afterward, I can give it to someone, anyone that wants that, that they may be, uh, watching later, just hit, just type in book list in the comments or something like that. And we can get that over to them if, if you're all right with that. Perfect brother. Love to help. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, um, I think, I mean, I think that's, it looks like it's almost time, but I think, uh, we got, I mean, more than we could even uh, wish for with you today. So much, so much good stuff. Um, I'll, uh, this is going to go on the podcast too. So, and I'll make sure I kind of, um, put together some of the, the best parts, but I appreciate you coming on today. Anything you want to, you want to leave, uh, the audience with before we go? Um, I think it just circles back around. I, I would be redundant by saying this. Uh, uh, but again, if, if you have dreams and goals, uh, that you're going for, uh, you know, don't let any anything, you know, stand in your way of, I mean, anything ethical, moral, legal, I don't let any of that stand in your way of, you know, going for what you want. So, uh, uh, you know, I, uh, Tony Robbins, anything is possible, which 
Um, and I do, that's my mindset is anything is possible. And, you know, once you start to accomplish, uh, once people tell you you can't do one thing and then you end up doing it and then they tell you, hey, I can't do uh, something else. And then you accomplish that uh, before too long, uh, not in a cocky or egotistical way, but you start believing that, you, hey, you can just about do anything that you put your, your heart and mind to. Uh, besides brain surgery, I probably would not be too good at that. Yeah, you might need a little rocket science, uh, little training for that. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, thanks, Thank you, brother. Yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Awesome. Have a great day. Tell Dan I said hello. I will. Thank you. Bye. Yes, sir.